Sharon White Vaughn is an expert in Synergy Wellness. Synergy Wellness is the synchronization of thoughts, emotions, behaviors, and spirituality. It is the culmination of Sharon's education, personal journey, and her experiences with people from all walks of life. She has helped countless individuals improve their lives with the Synergy Method for optimal health, fitness, and wellness, mind, body, and spirit. She is a trainer, coach, counselor, and an interfaith minister, but not a saint. And now here's Sharon. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in. I appreciate this opportunity to share and teach Synergy Wellness. This practice that I designed is how I completely changed my life for the better. My hope and my goal is to leave you with what I call golden nuggets of wisdom. Wisdom that you can utilize and implement into your life today and see results immediately. So let's get started. This is a continuation of the previous podcast I recorded about setting a vision, thinking this thought about this goal, having this feeling, and then just soaring with confidence. When I was in Vegas, I was so excited. I was so high. My energy was so elevated about achieving my goals. If you listen to it, if you remember, I was talking about breaking that arrow with my neck and how the presenter of that workshop Paul Fink, he looked me in the eye, he had confidence, he coached me, he walked me through it step by step, we practiced it two or three times, and then I accomplished that, and it was amazing, it was such an amazing feeling that I decided I'm going to jump off the stratosphere tonight, I can do anything. Sometimes having that coach, that person who guides you and supports you and shows faith in you and encourages you and teaches you how to do what you need to do. It's so beneficial and it's so great and it gets you to that next step. And so with all of that energy and all of that enthusiasm, I began to really feel so much closer to my goals. And I thought, you know what? I could use this guy as a coach, as a business coach, as an entrepreneur. He knows what I need to do. He's been there. And while I've come a long way on my own, having a coach, having somebody who can really support me and guide me and teach me along the way. When you think about it, when we learn anything in life, well, I guess not anything, but education, whether it's getting an associate's degree, a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, or any type of education that we want to get. For example, if you just wanted to get more fit, get stronger, it's likely you're going to pay money to go to the gym or you're going to hire a personal trainer to teach you how to do it appropriately since they've already done this and they're already well-trained in it and have experience in it. A personal trainer will help you reach your physical fitness goals more quickly than if you struggled to do it on your own and you injured yourself and you made a lot of mistakes, wasted a lot of time. I myself am a coach. I'm an expert in Synergy Wellness, the program that I designed from my personal journey. So Synergy is the program that addresses every aspect of who we are, our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of who we are. In the business world today, I go to these business conferences and they say, put things on the internet, use Facebook, social media. This is the new business model. Do podcasts and then monetize your podcasts. I don't even know how to do that. I just like doing the podcast and sharing the things that I know, and hopefully I'm helping people. But this is what I was hoping to do, get a coach for my business, as I'm a coach for people's physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of self. Having a business coach really makes sense, and that's the level where I intend to go. 
increase my business, put more of my information out into the world, therefore helping more and more people. So I was excited and I knew that I could do this and I knew we had some funds available that I could continue my education in my business, my investment in myself, in my own business. However, during that time, we were also having some adversity here in our home with the rains and the floods that were happening in California and the cost of the repairs that needed to be done. So I called my husband with all this newfound enthusiasm and I said, this is what I need. This guy is a great coach. I really want to be able to work this out. And immediately I was with challenges. My husband informed me that while I was off in Vegas getting pumped and enthused and excited and learning some things that we were having more difficulty here at the house that was going to cost more of our savings and basically rendering it impossible for me to move forward with getting coaching. So I wasn't really able to do what I was planning to do in the way that I was planning to do it. And I started to get deflated. I started to get a little frustrated. I don't even know if frustrated is the word. I was feeling sad. I was feeling de-elevated. That was actually his words. My husband says, you sound de-elevated. And I thought, yeah, I guess I am a little de-elevated because I was literally elevated 108 stories high up on that stratosphere and flying and having all of this confidence and all of this faith. And it amazed me at how quickly I went from high up to below the surface. I did get de-elevated. And I just started thinking, well, maybe it's just not in the cards for me to take my business to the next level for whatever reason I'm supposed to be at this place. In fact, I have a friend, a dear friend who I love very much. She said to me, maybe God just doesn't want you to have money. And I don't really believe that because I certainly have come a long way and I'm not poor anymore. So obviously God wants me to have money. But it was just kind of interesting to me that at this point in time, It's not obviously in the cards for me to move forward in the way that I thought that I needed to move forward. I have my master's degree in psychology, and one of the things that I do is provide services to our community for psychiatric evaluations, especially for those people who are feeling suicidal. Recently, I was doing an evaluation with this person, and this person was able to list six or seven coping skills, strategies, things that this person has done in the past that helps them with their depressive symptoms. However, in the moment of being immersed in depression, this individual was not able to call upon the various strategies that have been able to help in the past. Later, when I got back home, I started thinking, how many times do I do that? I have all of these coping skills. I'm a fitness trainer. I'm a coach. I have my master's degree in psychology. I do therapy with individuals. I'm a minister, not a saint, (laughs) but I'm a very spiritual person. I'm self-aware. I work with my subconscious, my unconscious to change my life, to change my behaviors. And I have all of these skills and all of these talents that I've utilized over the years. But in my moment of need, this one hour of desperation, I guess. Maybe it's not really desperation, but it's a goal that I've set to do this thing. And when life happens and interferes with my particular goals and my outcome that I planned, I can allow myself to become de-elevated. And it really got me thinking about fear on a deeper level. Going up 108 floors and stepping out on that platform and stepping off or jumping off the stratosphere. When I think about it, as scary as that was, 
it might not have been really as scary as the unknown, the uncertainty. Maybe the hardest thing to do is not jumping off of a tall building, but it's staying in a place when we don't know where we're going. We set an intention, but we don't yet see the light at the end of that tunnel. This fear of the unknown, this having to maintain or sustain daily living, even when we're not sure where we're going. I do have a lot of faith, and I know that things will work out because they always do. And I know how blessed I am and how grateful I am for all of these things, people, experiences, opportunities that come my way. And it's funny because even though I thought I wanted this one thing, which I still think I want, just yesterday I was presented with an opportunity I never even knew existed. And it's exciting. And it a little bit makes me frustrated with myself that I'll allow myself to go way down so fast when I know the outcome will be positive. So more than anything, these instances remind me that it's time to amp up my skills, amp up my coping strategies, instead of saying, why bother? It's not worth it. It's not turning out the way I wanted it. I know how the universe works. It will give me what I need, whether I know it or not, whether I'm certain of the path or not. I encourage you to do with me what I'm doing, and that's writing down very specifically, when I feel this way, I do that. When I feel this way, I do this. I'm doing a list, five, maybe 10. I don't want it to be too long, but I want to touch on certain feelings that I know I have. My sadness, my fear, my frustration. For example, on my list, when I am sad, I sit on my spin bike, put a towel over my head, and I cry. When I'm frustrated, I pray. When I'm angry, I go into silence. I be with my anger. Whether I'm walking outside or sitting in my room, I'm going to explore my anger the next time I get angry. So I'm going to have this list already prepared. So when an emotion comes up that I'm uncomfortable with, I'll go directly to my list. This is what I'm going to do. It's already spelled out. It's sort of like homework or heart work, if you will. And so I invite you to look at where you are today. How far have you come? Even though you may not be at the place where you intended to be or you thought you might be in your life at this point in time, you have come a long way. The fact that you're listening to this right now means that you have come far enough to have some type of a iPhone or a laptop or a computer or the resources to listen to something that will help boost you up and to remind you that no matter where you are in your life, you're definitely farther along than where you were. And to keep your chin up and to keep your eyes gazed upward because there's still far to go. But don't look so far up that you don't see what's in your surroundings, what's in your environment, who's in your environment, who might need your help today in this moment. Sometimes the fears that we face are jumping off extremely high platforms into the abyss. Very scary. But maybe the greatest fears are the ones where we have to stay in this place or in this space for whatever reason and for some unknown amount of time. Maybe that's more scary. But either way, we can breathe through it, be with it, and know that this too shall pass. Remembering it's not the 88 problems that are the problem. It's that 89th one. So if you happen to be in a place 
where you're experiencing not wanting to have any problems, give me a call and we can chat about it. Shoot me an email, reach out. I would love to help you process through what's going on and together we will reach our goals. Thank you again for tuning in. I am available by email, Sharon at whitefawnwellness.com. And you could also go visit my Facebook page, White Fawn Wellness. Have a great day.